everyone. Welcome back to Dad Bod Pod Episode 7. Brian, how are you? I'm good. Great. I'm excited about to, uh, tonight's show, dude, because uh, this is Episode 7, which means that if you uh, start on a Monday with Episode 1, you could conceivably do a different podcast episode for each day of the week. Um, Pretty rad. That's a lot of Dad Bod. It is. Uh, I was, uh, I was driving on, here. That, that's seven hours. Of dad bod. That's seven hours what? consecutively. Whoa. What? Yeah, that's a lot of dad. Oh. Like it. Um, I was uh, trying to think of some acronyms because I really enjoy acronyms. You know, some of my favorite acronyms come from things like government uh, agencies, um, like uh, the FBI, the female body inspectors. Hmm? You know, they don't get enough credit. Booby inspectors. The booby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I thought uh, we need to get some uh, acronyms for dad bod. So I've got uh, dad bod, where donuts are destroyed by ogreish dudes. What do you think? I, uh, you guys, if you guys can think of any awesome dad bod uh, acronyms, please send them in. D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. Uh, bro, it's warming up outside. Yeah. I mean, not currently because we're in this weird kind of cold snap in Florida in March. Yeah. But uh, uh, if this were normal times and not the end times, uh, it would be warming up outside. And so um, I think you, you had the, the, the almost brilliant idea to let's do a summer episode. Yep. We're going to talk about summer tonight, you guys. Um, Summertime. And the grilling's easy. <laughs> All right, so here's the plan. Um, we're going to talk about Warp Tour. We're going to talk about summer jobs. We're going to talk about grills. Which type? We don't know. All you won't either. All of them. Um, we're going to do a double feature tonight. I'm excited about this. We're gonna do, we've got two summer movies. We just couldn't decide between these two, so we're going to do them both. Fuck it. We're doing them both. Um, and then we've got segments. Uh, we were gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna make us a drink. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the toys that are near and dear to our hearts for summer. Um, we might go on a trip. We might go on a trip. Road trips are good. Yeah. Then we got some, uh, some dad jokes and then we're out. Yeah. We will return you once again to your regularly scheduled lives. How does that sound? Let's do this. Let's do it. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, as tradition, we must always start with an apology, but you know what? We're not apologizing for shit this week. (laughs) Fuck it. Except... (laughs) Hold on, I do have to make an apology because uh, Brian, yeah, it's pronounced leprechaun, uh-uh. <laughs> not leprechaun, not leprechauns. <laughs> nope, no. not a leprechaun. As I've been informed, is just a very small, sick person yeah. who has just lost his arm. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a pot of gold and you find an arm, that's a leprechaun. <laughs> that's a leprechaun. <laughs> Take it to the, the 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 arm has tattooed on it. If found, please return to Patty McGillicuddy or whatever. <laughs> Ontario tool. <laughs> so, yeah, I apologize, you guys. You know what's really funny, though, is I, I spelled it E-R instead of uh, R-E on both um, the Spotify description and the YouTube description. And to my knowledge, either nobody caught it or everybody was nice enough to just... You know how, like, your five-year-old draws a really shitty picture yeah. and you, you put it on the fridge? It's and, cute. Yeah, good job. Yeah. I think that's kind of what's going on here. You did it. Thanks, Darmy. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyways, other than that, we ain't apologizing for shit. Uh-uh. Moving on. Brian, guess what? What? Dude, my car's running. Right? Yeah. You got it up? Yeah, guess how much it cost me. Uh... After all is said and done, <laughs> about two grand. Guess yeah. how much guess how guess how much it should have cost me? How many? About nothing. None? Nothing. None. Nothing was wrong with the car. Oh. Um I you guys, I don't really want to do this, but um A and G on Spring Hill Drive. I know probably a lot of you listening don't don't uh, uh, frequent Spring Hill a lot, but that's fine. There's an auto shop there that I just need to let everyone know. Just avoid. Just avoid entirely. 
Two G's for nothing. Do nothing, man. But hey, my car's running, so new business is done. Do you have any new business for us, Brian? No, bro. Um, you look great, by the way. Nomi's doing good. You look great, too, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Um, uh, Nomi's doing good. That's awesome. Yeah, Nomi, Nomi's doing all right. I actually don't think I have any Nomi pictures uh, this week. Maybe a few might slide in at Dude, the last he, minute. He's got to get some time with his new family. That's true. That's got true. We're, we don't want to impose. We need to yeah. let everybody get settled. You know, they are... You know, they're not necessarily domesticated. They're not right. necessarily wild. We, we don't know. We don't know. So, so we should just give them some breathing room. You're yeah. right. Okay, cool. Um, so the state of dad bod, uh, you know, we got a couple of new subscribers, which is always cool. Thank you, you guys, yeah. for checking us out. Um, but, you know, we're always trying to build. We're always trying to, how can we make dad bod better? You know, uh, we're still working on music. We're still working on uh, getting a gig together. But we're trying to make this podcast as interesting as possible as well. And uh, we came across a movie trailer that both of us thought looked great. Um, Brian, do you want to tell us what the idea is with this movie? What do you think we're going to do? We're going to. I'll tell you. <laughs> we're going to go see the movie. And then we're going to drive immediately right here and uh, talk about it. Strays? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, Strays is, um, it's a movie about some dogs. About some dogs <laughs> yep. fighting some dick. Yeah. That's what it sounds like, anyways. Uh, we don't know too much about it. So, but Will Ferrell and... Um, that whole crew, right? Yeah. So, Paul Rudd might be in it. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, I think, is in it. And, um, oh my gosh, what's his name from... Um, I can't even think of his name. From Ray. Ray? Oh, fuck. Uh, Jamie Lee Jamie, Curtis? No, no, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. No. <laughs> That's a chick. So yeah, Jamie Foxx. Like Billy Springsteen. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. So it looks hilarious. Yeah, I'm excited, and I think coming back here, if we're all pumped up, and it's a good movie, yeah. a good movie or a bad movie, like I think it'll be a good time. So this is gonna be the first time we're gonna go see a movie and then come and back, then come right back here, and, and we're do gonna, the podcast. We, we'll, we'll set up before we go see the movie. Yep. There's a movie theater just down the road. Yep. And then we'll come back. I think we're excited. I think it might be fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> before we go any further, before we go any further, uh, can I, you know, we always like to do a little bit of serious talk. Yeah. Just at the top of every we episode. Need to. Yeah, you know, because we're going to be silly. So we just want to show that serious side. And I've got a serious thing to talk about. I'm so fucking serious. I'm so dead serious yep. right now. Uh, I do have something serious to talk about. And that is, uh, I got a real problem here. And, um, you know, I got a lot of relatives. Uh, not directly related so that makes it even more awkward and they like to visit a lot and some of them just do not pick up on the hint that it is time to leave social cues yeah i i'm wondering if anybody out there can give me any tips on the proper grunts or maybe the proper like how, how do i get these fuckers out of my house dude i've done <laughs> so many things yeah i'm like i i'm i gotta go take a shit yeah and just did just leave the door wide open. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> <And> <laughs> Make it sound like it's painful. No, God, 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 God. <laughs> but I'll just sit there on my phone, just like scrolling Facebook. Be like, they'll they will leave. They'll leave eventually. No, when you come out and they're like, everything okay? You're like, you're not gone. <laughs> Why are you still here? <laughs> Did you not hear me weeping in there? <laughs> I cried my poop to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've all been there yeah. when you're throwing a party and no one wants to go. Nobody wants Which to I go. guess, you know what? It's the uh, uh it's a, a a true test. It means it's a good party. Yeah. Good party. It means they're they're having a good time. Yeah. They don't want to go home to their lame ass house. Yeah. Well, so who does? 
but sometimes just pick up on those cues, man. Yeah, you know, I um, it you know, it's not so much people who don't want to leave, but it's people who don't want to leave and demand your attention. Yeah, like I'm cool if you want to come up. You want to sleep at the house? As long as I don't have to babysit you and right. you're not exhausting to chill with, then I don't really cool. care. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But there are those people that like they they need. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's real rough out there. Um, you try to be civil, but in your head, in your heart of hearts, you just want to scream, "Get the fuck out! Why are you still fucking here?" GTFO, buddy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I think as dads, maybe instead of trying to impose those social cues, we should lead by example. And um, anytime that dads go to any social function from now on, this will be a Dharmy rule, 15 minutes in and out. Yep. I don't give a fuck what it is. Bar mitzvah, fucking presidential election. Yep. I don't give a fuck. 15 minutes is enough time to make your appearance, yep. get some deviled eggs, tell a few jokes, um, tell everybody that you're doing fine. Yep. And uh, kiss Aunt Gertrude on the lips, because you know you got to do that. And then it's time to go. That bitch. But if we lead by example, then maybe when we become Aunt Gertrude, and everybody wants to kiss us on the lips, there you go. Uh, they'll know when to leave. Perfect. Get the fuck out. I Aunt love Gertrude's got to sleep. Moving yep. on. Moving on. Um, oh, my gosh. Do you feel the, feel the heat? Ooh, that's The wafting? Do you feel the breeze? Do you feel the, the sunshine? I'm smelling hot dogs um, and lemonade. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing in the distance some fireworks. Ooh, yeah, that? maybe some waves crashing. Pew, 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 uh, pew, it pew. is definitely uh, the middle of, of winter. I almost said summer, and that would have ruined my <laughs> joke. <laughs> now we're talking about summer, bro. I have very many fond memories of summer. But what kid that grew up in the United States doesn't, right? Yep. Um, right off the top, Brian, would you like to talk about the Raptor? <laughs> yes i would like to talk about the warp tour oh is that how you spell it oh uh, maybe you and i were at different tours i'm oh, not oh, sure oh, oh. is it peni <laughs> maybe uh but no yeah the warp tour um yeah. it's probably my first exposure to a lot of the bands that i fell Same in love here. with um i know you have you played at one yep right I'm so curious, and I know you didn't write it down, but can you tell me a little bit of what the process was getting into that show? So we played a bunch of shows with, like, that was the same summer where we played the show with Fall Out Boy. Okay. And <laughs> the 50 Cent thing? Yep, Is that the, the same 50 summer? Cent, yep. <laughs> and so we Some got... douchebag can't set his timepiece. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we, got in, we got tied in with this promoter who was doing a lot of stuff at the time, and he's a good dude. Um... So he hooked us up with a lot of like some big shows. Wow, that's so cool. it was pretty sick. Yeah. So um, so did you play when you were at Warp Tour? Did you play at side the stage, stage like as you were walking in? Yeah, side stage. That was my goal when I was. But uh, it was still it was like, still that's so cool. You're still part of it. Yeah, and you're still backstage. Yeah, you're still chilling, right? And you still hang with everybody. Oh wow. Yep. And um, but I also remember one story where after that, the year after. I went to the Warp Tour with just a group of buddies. Yeah. And in my crazy, weird rapist van. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the therapist van. With a, with a backpack full of my CDs. Uh -huh. And I was like, we're going to go find um, Burt McCracken and John Feldman, and I'm going to give them one of these CDs because I want... Are these your straighter than Pete CDs? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And I was like, I want John Feldman to, to produce the CD. Yeah. And if I get it to Burt McCracken from the Used, 
then maybe he'll give it to John Feldman. But if I find John Feldman directly, direct, then I'm going to get direct to the source. Was your backup plan. I like that you had a backup, a yep. solid yeah, backup yep. plan. <laughs> College? Nope. I'm nope. just throwing my CDs on uh, stage. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> that was my plan. Fuck it. <laughs> but I always, when I was when I was younger, I always was a little sleazeball. <laughs> I always figured out a way, especially seeing that I already like been backstage. Yeah. I realized how easy it was to just get backstage. Really? I always think of this some forbidden land. No, dude. Oh. Oh, oh man. Oh. So that that year I remember I went uh-huh. and the funny the funniest part about that story is we I, I pile like five of my buddies in the van. Uh-huh. And we're headed out there. We're like, we're going to Buffalo, let's go get this. We're gonna go get a record deal, you know? Like Yeah, right? We're gonna make this happen. Some nope. forty one did, we can too. Yep. Yeah. Twenty minutes outside of Syracuse, mm-hmm. van broke down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course you're like this is destiny this is yep. how it's supposed to happen so what we literally did is i called AAA, yeah. and while we were waiting for AAA, we just got instruments out of the back of my van because i had all the equipment and we just sat on top of the van and just started playing our instruments brilliant brilliant and people were like driving by like honking and a couple people pulled over and they were like listening to us it was awesome that is very cool right? side of the road concert yep hell yeah so got towed back to syracuse mm-hmm. Drove to my parents' pizzeria and stole John Parker's car and still made it to Buffalo. Fuck yeah. You were going to that show. John Parker, you remember it. <laughs> Get at us, John. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, for those of you that may not know, Warp Tour. Let me start again. For those of you that may not know, Warp Tour uh, was a, a, a concert festival that came around every summer. I think it's where it started. Uh, where would it start? Would it start? It would start on the east coast and yeah. end on the west coast, right? Yeah. It'd make like a giant zigzag through the country. Yeah. Um, a lot of up and coming, I guess you would call them. It was all under sort of the alternative punk umbrella. Like Twenty shows. Oh yeah, during the a huge thing. Yeah. There was two in Florida. You could go to yeah. Orlando or you could go to Tampa. Yep. Um, my one of my favorite bands ever. My first exposure to them was at um, was at Warp Tour, Coheed and Cambria. They it was right after their second CD came out, and I remember. I remember the if if I had taken you to see that band uh, after I had taken you to see that band, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I could take you in a time machine, yeah. and say, you wouldn't think it was the same band. Right. Like Claude had his hair all forward. He wouldn't talk, like look at anybody. All he did right. was just like sing. He was super nervous. Right. And then we we go and see him last year, and, and he's was, like he's commanding oh, an oh, audience. It was sick. Yeah. So that's really cool. Every time I see them, I think about that. He owned every bit of that audience. Yeah. It was awesome. For sure. Yep. Um, Brian, what kind of stuff would they drink at Warp Tour, dude? <laughs> I have a drink story, too. That's why I bring it up. But yours is way funnier. <laughs> so I remember one Warp Tour where Yoohoo was the sponsor. Ugh. So Yoo-hoo. I was probably like 17. Uh-huh. And went to Warp Tour, and I'm in every single pit, just muddy and disgusting, covered in sweat. Sweat it was is like gushing out of every. The pit. hottest fucking day of the year. <laughs> oh yes. And so it's like a hundred degrees in in New York. A hundred yeah. degrees oh. is way different than a hundred degrees down in, Dry in Florida. Heat. Yeah. Dry heat. So a hundred degrees up there is like a desert, right? Ugh. And Yuhu is handing out free samples of you, so you can either pay six dollars for a bottle of water. Or get all the free fucking Yoo-Hoo you want. So here I am. <laughs> I don't... Just, okay. just chugging... What kind of marketing... All right. I'm chugging milk drink. Oh. It's not even... <laughs> it's not milk. It's, 
There's no dairy. No. It's a milk drink. <laughs> it's like a condensed milk with yeah. water added to it. And I think it says it on the bottle. Milk-like? <laughs> milk-like drink. <laughs> oh, and I remember being in the pit and being so dehydrated after chugging so much yoo that I was just puking brown liquid on the oh. side. Like, somebody probably thought I was like the exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> like, they probably thought you were shitting out of your face. <laughs> and in a way you were. I might have been. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my drink isn't my drink story isn't as uh, disgusting as that, <laughs> but it did lead to a lifelong some would what some what some would say a crippling addiction. Um the Warp Tour, I went to go see this this band Alistair at Warp Tour and uh, they were throwing out and this how look at the band is great, but dude, they're throwing out cans of monster energy drink. And for anybody that doesn't know, it's 16 ounces in yeah. an aluminum can, full. That could knock you out. Dude, if somebody didn't <laughs> somebody didn't have their heads up. Anyways, I got one. And believe it or not, I got the sugar-free. Like, that's what they were throwing. And yeah. I was like, huh, let me try this. This shit's disgusting. I haven't, there hasn't, it, almost every day of my life since then, I've had some form of energy drink. Since then. Yep. Fuck you, Alistair. Marketing works, buddy. Dude. Uh-huh. They got me like that. It, it's crazy. I was able to pick up and quit. Well, I shouldn't say I was able to pick up, but I was able to quit smoking uh, cold turkey. Yeah. Cold turkey. Energy drinks, dude, you'd think I was coming off of heroin. Mm-hmm. God. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Um, so can I do this last one before we get yeah. into it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about I the first Warp Tour I ever had, I ever went to, had. I ever went to, um, I wasn't in a band yet, but I it, the, the first Warp Tour I went to, it caught me between high school and not college, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not college. Um, it, I was in this weird nebulous period where I was very lost, and I, I knew I knew a lot about music, but I hadn't picked up the guitar again. And I was going to see, um, I was going to Warp Tour, and Taking Back Sunday was hit the stage. Now, whatever your opinions may be of the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday, I'm, I'm happy to say this story doesn't involve him, so go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Uh, but the guitar player at the time, who uh, the guy Fred, that's not his name, but he had it, he names his guitars, and one of them is Fred, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that guy, he was rocking out and he was playing his guitar, and I was close enough to the stage that we locked eyes for a minute, and I was awestruck in that moment. I was yeah. like, "That's what I want to do," you know. And it's yeah. like it's funny because like I was never a huge Taking Back Sunday fan. Yeah. But like I just needed to see that. Fast forward, hold on. Fast forward about fifteen years later, he's playing in a band uh, called Say Anything at this shitty club yeah, that I, I go to. Anything. I love Say Anything. Yeah. Um, I was able to talk to him about it. I was able to be like, "You, that moment kept me going for music up until this point and beyond." Yep. So I thanked him for it. Dude, that's cool. It was really cool. You never told me that story. Yeah, it's super cool. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. So, um, it's nuts because I think that any person needs that moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, musician or not, where you go to a show and you're just so enthralled with everything that's going around. Like, we all have to agree that there's energies in the universe. Oh, absolutely. And when you're in that moment and everybody's energy is just... Synced up. Yep. Yeah. And everybody's on the same page. Uh It doesn't matter if you're in a pit or you're all screaming the same lyrics to any song. You are in that moment. Yeah. Nothing else matters in life. you're all there for the same reason. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? That was the craziest thing. You want to talk about the the most hardcore drug in the world? Yeah. I sure do. Being on the other side of that stage. 
perfect. Yeah. Oh, I can't when you imagine. See, when you see people screaming lyrics back. Yeah, see that? I never got, I never got there. And you're just ah. like, you, you want to talk about addicted? Yeah. That's why I still play music to this day. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's it's just insane. I can't imagine. It's absolutely insane. Wow. I, see, I, listen, that's why we need to get dad bod music side oh. up and running, dude. Oh. I want people screaming, go oh. get the fuck off our lawn. Yeah. <laughs> they will. They will. <laughs> they will. Uh, wait, you got one more Warped Tour thing? Sort of? Well, hey. no, I was going to talk about Hellfest. Hellfest, right. Yeah. Tell me about Hellfest. So, oh, so Warped Tour was awesome, right? Right. But there was this festival called Hellfest. Mm -hmm. They started in Syracuse. It got so crazy that they got kicked out of Syracuse and it went to Jersey. But I just want to talk about the 2004 Hellfest that was just incredible. 2004. Okay, I'm trying to think of where I was in 2004. All right, go ahead. So I was literally just about to move to Florida. Yeah, this must have been right before the U-Haul. Uh... Yep. <laughs> so here's, here's a lineup. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to drop some of them. All right. Right? Because this is only... No, you showed them to me. I didn't have a chance to read them but all, but it took is, up half a page. This is only a quarter of the Holy artists that were gosh. there. Holy gosh. These were just the people I went to go see. Mm. Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan, Alexis on Fire, Amberlin, Anti-Flag, Armor for Sleep, As I Lay Dying, Biohazard, Chimera, CKY, Every Time I Die, In Flames, Lamb of God, Kitty, My Chemical Romance, Norma Jean, Terror, Thrice, Bouncing Souls, Movie Life, Thursday, Under Oath, Walls of Jericho. Holy fuck. It's everywhere. So, you know the, the, new, t the new thing that the Vegas show? Yeah. Uh, when We Were Young? It's basically that. that. That's it. That already happened. That's, that's this. But What a spectrum of rock, dude. But tickets were 40 bucks. Yeah, instead of the 2000 or something. Yep. God. So, that was just fuck absolutely insane. Yeah. Wow, what a show. Yeah. I can't. Uh, wow. So was it a was it a just a visceral? Just, it, it was a shit show. It had to have oh, been just dude, just flesh that's, and vile yeah. and blah, awesome. Yep. Fuck yeah. It I was, would go to that. And it was like underneath this weird tent. So that's all it was. It was just oh, like a tent and a wow. stage. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? I think I've seen like footage, maybe not of that year, but I think yep. I've seen footage of that show. That's cool, man. It was nuts. Nothing yep. like summer concerts. Yeah. Moving on then. Yeah. Yep. Cool. How about summer jobs? Yeah. We've all had some. Look, you got to pay for those concerts. Absolutely. And we as dads, we know the value of hard work, and thus we will we will strive to teach it to our children in some way, shape, or form. Work hard, play hard, buddy. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I had the uh, staples of summer jobs. I mowed a lot of lawns. When I got a little bit older, um, uh, the girl I was with, her boss had a series of rental properties on the side. So I did a lot of like handyman jobs there over the summer and I even helped build I bet a house. you did. Oh, <laughs> listen, they called me Handy Andy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one's ever called me that <laughs> until now, I guess. Now it's, a it's new on one. the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What have I done? <laughs> um, no takesies backsies. The first job I ever had was during the summer. Can I tell you where I worked? Where? Fucking Kmart. Yeah? Kmart. In the electronic section of Kmart selling Nintendo 64. No, Nintendo GameCube games. Fucking awesome. That was back when we had a display. Yep. And I just played Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube right. all day. Until somebody came up Until and Until somebody asked. came up and was like, can I play? And I was like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. kid. <laughs> I'm going to blow my game. I'm on level six. <laughs> fuck off. You suck. <laughs> um, did you have any summer jobs, dude? 
So seeing that my parents owned a pizza shop, it was all pizza shop. But then we did arts and crafts festival and they, we had a hot dog cart. That's cool. So some of the fun stories were from a hot dog cart, right? Okay. (laughs) I remember one terrible story where we were flyering for my parents' business. Uh Like me and like five or six of my good buddies and my dad would just be like, yeah, call your friends. They want to make like 50 bucks. Yeah, of course they do. Fuck they do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I'd like, yo, come on over. And they they would meet us up and we would go flyer people's cars, people's houses. Oh wow! For like Just canvas for, the area yeah, for the pizza shop. Yeah, it was like a pretty much like a punk rock production. I kind of want to get stickers and do that with this. Yes, <laughs> Just I, blanket the yeah. whole thing, dude. Dad bought everywhere. 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 Just slap them on bumper stickers yep. and shit. Yep. Now that we've said it, we can't do it. I don't know if it's legal. We'll still get to it. We're gonna do it. Come yeah. on, we got a darmy. They can't prove so, anything. Dad's rise up. Yeah, rise up. <laughs> So my dad would load us in this van with a hot dog cart in the back, and like, there's no seats. <laughs> oh and, no! And so Wait, we're, there's a cart with no, and there's no seats no, in the van. We're either, so it's we're, you, your friends, yeah, the we're, cart. Yeah, we're either holding onto the hot dog cart, or we were sitting on a milk jug with a propane tank underneath it, no seat belts. <laughs> Just slip sliding around, just huh? Slip sliding around. Oh, just, just praying to God. Straight up propane tank. You're like catching the tank when my, you hit yeah, brakes. What's, what's my seat? A propane tank. Is cool. it full? Yeah. Yep. That's the ejector Absolutely. seat. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yep>. So, <laughs> but we made 50 bucks. Hey, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not insane and unsafe, but 50 bucks is 50 bucks. <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> so, yeah, those are summertime jobs. Yeah. You do it. You do it. Um, you don't ask questions. So I've worked where I work currently for so long that I can't really call that a summertime job, but it does bring me to what we do during the summertime. Yep. Can we talk about it briefly? We don't have it written down, but it just occurred to me that our summertime job is hell on earth, Brian. Yeah, it is. Our job is to keep roughly 40 to 60 kids between the anywhere between the ages of, what, 5 to 14, in some cases 16, um, alive. <laughs> for weeks on end with little to no supplies, little to no teaching experience, and little to no uh, reinforcement of any kind. We make it fun, though. Oh, my gosh. We have so much fun. And it ages me years. Every year. Every year we do it. But I do want to talk about the last actual summer job I had was one of the coolest jobs I ever had. I worked at a Volkswagen graveyard. Now, um, what? Mm-hmm. Come on with the questions. Yes. Tell me more about this. Okay, so um, this was, God, this had to have been 2012, maybe, around yeah. then. Um, in Dade City, off of 301, there used to be this junkyard that specifically housed Volkswagens. And the idea was that Volkswagen parts were getting um, harder and harder to find. These were mostly for air-cooled Volkswagens. Yeah. My shit, anyways. Yeah, of course. Um, and so the idea was, he, this guy Corky, his name was Corky, he was this old, tiny, was. old guy. Yeah. Um, he was so interesting, that guy. But anyways, uh, he was a, world, a Korean War veteran. That's how old he was. He's dead now, unfortunately. But um, he, um, he would keep all of these Volkswagen Beetles and buses, and so that when people who were fixing them up, there was a really big community, when people who were fixing them up would oh, yeah. um, need a part, they would just go see him, and he would pick it, he would pull my job. Right, Pick was, was to go out and into the field and pull the part. Yep. Now, of course, he didn't have any sort of labeling system, 
And I shit you not, Brian, we're talking about acres upon acres upon acres of rows and rows of i got so lost and i found so many cool things because he'd be like i don't know get an alternator or gen sorry generator sorry guys generator get a generator for a 78 bus yeah well okay i'd have to go to the bus section which was you know a mile that way yep i would just get completely lost in this little golf cart just pulling parts i learned so much about cars oh yeah it was awesome That's corky cool. i miss you dude r.i.p my friend r.i.p corky yeah moving on yep um, uh, grills, you know, we got to eat with them and we got to use them Cook to with eat. Them. Yep. <laughs> um, all dads, you know, we equate grills and summertime, right? Um, you know, you're outdoor, you maybe got a pool, you got the kids running around, you got to eat something yep. and you don't want to run in and out of the house. So you got to, you know, you just got to slap your grill on. And then you got to slap your grill on. Absolutely. Right? You got to mean business and mean business. That's right. So um, what kind of, talk to me about your grilling habits. Because you mentioned, especially last week, you were saying that your mom was in town and you were doing a lot of grilling. So I have, I'm interested. You're the, you're the the chef connoisseur of both of us anyway. So I'm interested. I don't know about that. (laughs) Do do you do, um, you know, do you do the 32 on the grill or what do you do? So I have a Weber four burner. Okay. And I love it. How many carrots? 64. 64. It, you got 64 carrots yeah. on the grill? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. Two in my bicuspid. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I mean, bro, I look mean in my rap yeah. videos, dude. <laughs> yep. Does it say Weber? Yeah, it's Weber. <laughs> Weber for burner on the bottom. <laughs> yep. We're making that now, dude. <laughs> Somebody who's going to Photoshop, find me a picture. We'll give you a picture of me and Brian with their, uh, with their rapid. Give us a grill that says rubber for burner. up tooth grill. <laughs> Anyways, I apologize. That was a terrible joke. Go on, Brian. You got a Weber something. And, but here's, so here's the thing. I'm a propane guy. Okay. Right. Now, why propane over charcoal? <sighs> Heat control? Yes. Okay. Heat control. A lot of people disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Right. But fuck them. Yeah, I feel like they don't have to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like charcoal is such a pain in the dick. Yeah, yeah. Right? God, it's so gross too. And yeah, I mean, there's so much maintenance and cleanup and. <laughs> fuck it. No. Yeah. I want my steak, mm-hmm. and I want to walk it inside and turn the propane off and be done with it. Yeah. Um. So your ideal dad grill. Yeah. Now, propane or natural gas? I'm not sure of the difference. Is there one? Ooh. My. It, my, the house I grew up in in Syracuse had natural gas. Yeah, so it was like the click click. Yep. Okay. And I mean, it's pretty much the same as propane. Okay. You just hook a grill up to it and call it. One a probably burns cleaner than the other yeah. one, right? Yeah. I wish we had some Hank Hill. I did that complete. I, I didn't know. even think about King of the Hill until yep. just now. Dang it. Propane parts. <laughs> propane and propane <laughs> accessories. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Um. So talk to me about your ideal grill. Now we looked up some grills on the internet. We did. We were. Do you have a? Do you have anything about what we looked up? So, yeah. I mean, I have done a bunch of research on that big green egg. Okay. So, you've seen those? Yeah. Yeah? So, they're they're like a pressurized charcoal thing. Mm -hmm. But they're like $1,400 to start. Wow. I think $800 for like the basic model. Uh You don't want the basic model. I want to be cooking some fucking newspaper in that shit. Yeah, right? (laughs) So I mean, if you if you do it and you're gonna do it right, yeah, you're gonna spend like fourteen hundred bucks. Okay, but I guess they're dope. 
Like you can cook pizzas, and you can cook anything on it. Huh. But it's kind of like a smoker slash grill. Hmm. Um, now there's also these Blackstone grills. Yeah. Which are flat tops. Again, I'm sorry, but no. If I'm cooking a steak, I want to see grill marks. That's true. I do like the grill. Yeah. Right. Like I like the nice sear. There's something psychological. Yeah. About grill marks, there's I a think. nice sear. And I get it, like, from a culinary term, you say when you sear on a flat top, you can actually preserve the juices in more uh-huh. than a grill because you lose juice, uh-huh. right? But if you sear it on a flat juices. top, yeah. Ooh, get them juices. <laughs> <laughs> but if you sear, kind of like a pan sear. So does that, that seals it in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's why they say get it super hot. Pans here, yeah. But I do the same. Crusties, right? You want, ooh. But I do the same with my grill. I get my grill to like seven hundred. Okay. Before I even put a steak on there, yeah. (laughs) Wow. And I'll boom, like two and a half minutes each side, flip each side, done. Yeah. So are you uh, basting tall completely while you do that? I mean, you can't on a grill. Sometimes I I have brought out like drawn butter and like a garlic butter. Yeah. And slap it on as I'm going, or whatever marinade I use. Yeah. This is not high hungry. I'm dad, but we're talking about grilling, so fuck it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can definitely do some cool stuff. But the flat top to me, like, kind of like, um, well, what's the restaurant? Um, Benihana's. No, the it's, <laughs> fucking it's, Benihana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sto- not no, not Stonewood. Stonewood uses real grills. There's a um, restaurant that uses grill. That seems like Longhorn. a liability. Longhorn. Yeah. Longhorn uses all flat tops. Yeah. Yeah. And, it just know. looks like a gray piece of right. colorless. Yep. No definition. You just get, yeah. Yeah. I want grill marks, man. Give me, give me all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I talk? I don't really have an ideal grill, but I do have an ideal grill accessory. And it, it hasn't been made yet, I don't think. Shoot. So as Let's I'm, make it. As I'm grilling, right, I have a tendency to be kind of messy. Yeah. So especially around... Sometimes I don't wear an apron, right? And just under my belly button. But Wait, you wear an apron? When I'm grilling sometimes. Sometimes I have a little... <laughs> anyways, uh, just just below my belly button, but just right above my thighs, yeah. that, that whole area yeah. tends to get kind of messy. So it would be nice if I had some sort of mechanism yeah. as I'm standing in front of the grill that could maybe um, withdraw or uh, pressurize <laughs> that area. Um to uh, make sure that it, you know, I just need a vacuum right there to, to suck off all the particles and then maybe a blower of some sort to, like, you know, <laughs> dry it off. <laughs> Hold on. I'm on the interwebs right now. Uh-huh. I just found the Cocksucker 4000. <laughs> this, this grill is a four burner, three sucker. Oh, wow. <laughs> three speeds. You can bring friends. <laughs> Eiffel Tower, the grill. I got you coming. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my ideal grill. You can watch your meat while you watch your meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm just trying to get all bases covered here. It's the 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but do you baste it while it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, at 700 degrees, you have to be very careful. This is also why you don't cook bacon naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's not romantic. It's nope. dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> Hey, babe. (laughs) I promise those are bacon burns. 
don't itch. They totally itch. Oh, God. Well, that turned out way funnier than I thought it was going to. That's all for grills. Yeah. We love grilling. Grilling. All right. Uh, Brian, we're going to talk about Sandlot. Yes, please. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I have the stats for Sandlot. Do you want me to read those or do you want to read those? Go for it. Okay. Uh, Well, first of all, let's just talk about the movie in general. Um, It's a great movie. You're killing me, Smalls, if you don't like Sandlot. You know, it's a great movie. One of the best childhood movies. I would say top three. I have a confession to make about this movie, though. The first time I saw this movie, I was... 34. Because when it came out, you were in fucking Guam. That's true. I was in Guam when it came out. (laughs) I completely missed the Sandlot. And my girlfriend forced me. I was like, Sandlot, come on. What? It's probably not that great. My girlfriend, I was like, thank you for making me watch this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. You would have gotten like the bootleg where it's like, you kill me, Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) You kill me, (laughs) Smalls. Oh, goodness. Uh, released in 1993 under a rating of PG, which means you didn't have to be 13 to go see it. Uh, a runtime of one hour and 41 minutes. Uh, directed by David Mickey Evans. Um, a couple of notable stars here. I have Tom Gurry, Mike Vitar, and Art Lafleur. Uh, it, 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 it cost $7 million to make, and it, it so far has made $34.3 million. Uh, that might just be domestic. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, Brian, what happens in that movie? Can you just give us a rundown real quick? Uh, basically, a little nervous boy, very shy, moves into a brand new neighborhood. Yeah. Trying to make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and doesn't know how. Mm. A so, struggle we've all been through, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? Do you know what, no, what I remember from that movie? What? Is when the little boy's struggling... And the mom comes in and she goes, go out, get in trouble. Yeah. Get your knees dirty. Yeah. I don't care. Have fun. Please. And I remember being that age of those boys when I saw that movie. And I was like, yeah, mom just said go get in trouble. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember being that young and being like, I just wish my mom would let me do whatever I want. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then wasn't Dennis Leary the, the stepdad? Yeah. Yep. So that whole scene that we're dads talk about that interaction. Like it was a weird, awkward stepdad situation. And they finally went out to go play ball and they played catch mm-hmm. and he missed the ball yeah. and the ball hit him in the eye. And I remember him slapping the, the raw steak on his, on his eye, <laughs> you know, to cover up right the black before it goes on the grill. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's such a great movie. So many good liners. Yeah. Like, I still use those all the time. When we're teaching. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're killing me you're small. killing me small. I use yep. that a lot. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Probably or every like, day. Anytime anybody says Babe Ruth, I'm like, what, like that wimpy deer? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you have some stuff prepared for us, it looks I like. I do. So, um, in case anybody needs to know, this is interesting, actually, because I remember these scenes intently. Okay. So, every time a scene features Wendy Peppercorn, a song by the group The Drifters is played. The songs are There Goes My Baby and In This Magic Moment. Oh. 
So I really like that second one, dude. We should cover that song. This magic, magic moment. moment. This magic so, moment. do you remember when he when he or when he fakes drowning? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one, that You're was right. One of those songs. Oh you know? yeah. <laughs> He's like Wendy, Wendy, oiling, lotioning, oceaning, and loiling. <laughs> I just can't anymore. <laughs> Such a good movie, man. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So um, now we have a a little movie review. Oh, good. I love these movie reviews. Is it a good one? No. Oh. Why? Whoever this person is, I hate you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Brian, your first movie review, and it's going to be a negative one? Because how can anyone say anything negative about this movie? Well, if they don't have a soul. No. No? You can't. Okay. So this movie review is by W. Steinhauer. Okay. Right? Thanks. You, you already suck. You already suck. <laughs> Come up with a better name. This is the internet, and then, Steinhauer. Yeah, and then they say, warning, spoilers, shut up. <laughs> the movie came out 10 years ago, you dummy. You posted this in 2004. <laughs> Everyone's seen it by now. <laughs> Dick. So it says... Um, I viewed this movie on the enthusiastic, enthusiastic recommendations from friends. Based on that and the great comments from IMDb, I guess I just don't get it. My wife and I both thought this was possibly the worst movies ever made. What? You suck. <laughs> no, you guys didn't. The boys' acting was wooden and terrible. The story was ridiculous. Maybe if you were six to seven years old, it might be believable. Yeah, because I was six and seven years old when I saw it. Also, the movie is about six and seven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably 50 when you watched it. Of course, you don't relate. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but any adult should find this movie barely watchable. Okay, then don't watch it. Don't watch it. Fuck you. Just like this podcast. Yeah. If you don't like it, turn off. Turn the shit off. <laughs> All right. The main character can't throw a baseball to save his life. Until his new friend, the kid's six. He's six. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm so. <laughs> you guys, you're really heated. I'm so heated. <laughs> he can't throw a baseball to save his life until his new friend tells him to throw it like he delivered newspapers. <laughs> then he throws like a pro. Come on. I hate this person yeah. so much. <laughs> what a killjoy. The ragtop group easily defeats an organized little league team. Question mark. Huh? <laughs> Babe Ruth appears in the friend's dream, but it looks like jo it looks like and talks like George Burns. Wasn't jo Joe Don Baker available? Who the fuck, Who the is, fuck that? is that? So you're obviously 60. Yeah. Anyways, then the white junkyard owner turns out to be James Earl Jones. No one said the guy was white in the movie. <laughs> They just said it was a junkyard owner with a mean dog. Is this guy racist? Could be, dude. I don't know. What? What do you got against what James a Earl weird Jones? Way to like find a racist yeah. outlet. This this is the worst review ever. And this guy just so happens to have a baseball signed by all the Yankees. What a pile of garbage! You're a pile of You're garbage. You're a pile of garbage. Get the fuck out of here, dude. GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Fuck that guy. I don't trust anybody by the name Steinhauser anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope. You're going to have to uh, show me 
uh, your movie reviews on the Sandlot before, and we can have a conversation. <clears throat> Fuck that guy. Uh, so, <clears throat> do you have anything else about the Sandlot? No, because I'm mad now. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'll take over this next one. Okay. okay. Uh, we're doing a double feature because it's summertime. Yeah. You, know, you have the double feature drive-in. You have the matinee showing that you can actually go to. It's hot during the summer. You want to get the inside, get the AC on you. And I thought, Sandlot, yeah, that was a good one. But uh, we need another summer movie. And I thought, I can't remember a summer movie more impactful for summer movies on the whole than Independence Day. Yeah. The first Independence Day, anyways. Arguably not necessarily a good movie. Um, but a great movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, released in 96, uh, PG-13 this time, two hours and 25 minutes, long enough for dad to fall asleep and uh, for the kids to cool off, I feel. Um, Roland Emmerich. Uh, I've heard his name before, but I'm not a cinephile, so I'm not sure I could tell you what other yeah. stuff he's been in, but uh, I do have a really fun connection just a second. Uh, all, it was starring... Um, Isn't Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum is yeah! in this one. Yep, Jeff Goldblum is in this one. I don't know why, but I love that guy. Wow, that guy's awesome. <laughs> He's so good. Um, keep my name out your mouth. Will Smith is in this shit. You know, he's slapping aliens, so he's just warming up. <laughs> um, and then Bill Pullman uh, is the, uh, I hope that's his name. It's either Pullman or Putman. I think it's Pullman. Anyways, uh, that's the president. But check this out. So that guy was in Spaceballs. Mm -hmm. He played Lone Star in Spaceballs. The name of his spaceship was Eagle Five. Okay, in Independence Day, when he, the president, the fucking president, gets into a fighter jet. Okay, right. when that happens, his call sign is Eagle One. Oh, How about that? That's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it only costs seventy-five million to make. I feel like we can come up with that. We can yeah, make. We, we can make this. Independence Day. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, but it has made so far. Eight hundred and seventeen point four. That's the highest dollars. grossing one we've talked about. Right? Yeah, that is a runaway success. Yeah. Um, I remember just being enthralled with this movie. That had like the best cinematography of anything of its day. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like now we'll talk about Jeff Goldblum, right? Mm -hmm. He was in Jurassic Park. Yeah. That had like ridiculous cinematography. Yeah. Where you're, you were like, I remember being so young, being like. That T-Rex is going to eat That's real. Yep. Yeah. It was on the History Channel. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And then this one, I'm like, that alien's gonna, he's uh -huh. coming for me. He's coming right for me. Yep. Um, I, I remember fondly the movie theater that, I, that we would go to when I was growing up. It had a, a Garfield's restaurant in it. And inside this Garfield's restaurant was a tiny arcade. And inside this tiny arcade was a, um, just, I don't remember, remember what the game was, but it was a sit-down console arcade-style game, and you could fly a plane. After seeing Independence Day, I would be like, can I go play in the arcade? And my mom would be like, sure, do you need quarters? And I'd be like, no, because all I would do is sit in that box and pretend to be Will Smith playing that shit forever until the food was ready. Awesome. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, all right, I got some cool stuff prepared yep. while, you, while you cool off from your review. Okay, um, around the 34-minute mark, the addresses on the letter Steve receives from NASA reads El Toro, uh, California, 50055. The uh, zip code, uh, is the 50055 zip code is actually for Collins, Iowa. The appropriate zip co code would be uh, 92609. So how about that? Get your shit right. Um, no, that, I mean, that one, that have, shit like that happens yeah. in movies all the time. But this one is, I thought, uh, kind of a, a facepalm one. Okay, around an hour and 14 minutes after entering the vault, 
Um, at Area 51, the group sees the bodies of three obviously dead aliens in the glass container. The president later asks, can they be killed? Yeah, buddy, they can, because those aliens they're are dead. dead. <laughs> Fuck off. <Yep. laughs> um, <clears throat> I have a, mu- uh, a movie review. Shoot. Okay, so this one, this movie review came out. So this movie came out in 96. This movie review came out in 2000. And I shit you not, this uh, guy goes by the name Swallower. Of course he is. So that should give you an indication of what we're in store for. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> Do you have one from Spitter? Uh, <laughs> maybe that was your guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided to not use his real name and make up Steinhauser <laughs> or whatever. Um, Stein Spitter. An absolutely <laughs> pathetic film. I can't believe this movie not only turned a profit, but also had some insane people actually cheering and clapping. This movie is filled with blatant, in-your-face flaws, consistencies, shit, inconsistencies, and laughably unrealistic scenes and events. Anyone who has ever passed preschool intro science or has even the slightest knowledge of physics, computers, or military tactics will immediately recognize the holes peppered through this sadly impossible script and story. Oh, really? Oh, really? The movie where the aliens attack has holes that are a little bit unbelievable? Really, dude? Aliens were not attacked. They're not selling the the idea of aliens coming down to you enough. It's too bad America is so pathetically educated that people actually bought into this trash. I guess Hollywood has managed to pull the wool over people's eyes once again. Nobody believed that Independence (laughs) Day was happening. (laughs) Except for you, sir. What the fuck? (laughs) Did he really watch Independence Day and go... This is fake. The world must know that this is. It's not like what was that one um, way back in the day? Orson Welles did uh, yep. the day the Earth stood yep. still over the radio, and people freaked the fuck oh, out. Yeah. No, sir. No. <laughs> Watch. Just calm. <laughs> calm your shit. <laughs> wow. And guess what? If this was happening, we wouldn't send Will Smith to slap a bitch. <laughs> No, we certainly wouldn't. And we certainly wouldn't try to infect alien technology from light years ahead of our time with 1996 computer virus technology. (laughs) It doesn't work that way, buddy. Dummy. Fuck that guy. Okay, moving on? Yep. All right. Ryan, there's that sound again. It's the segment sound. Segment time. Segment time. All right, first segment is, I'll tell you when I've had enough. (laughs) Daddy's drunk. (laughs) Uh, In this segment, uh, Brian, in addition to being a wonderful music teacher, a wonderful uh, uh, entrepreneur, um, a wonderful restaurant, both owner and operator, and an all-around awesome human being, you were also a bartender for a long time. So you can make us nice summer drinks. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> right, what are you going to make for us? I'm thirsty. I'm so thirsty. So I have three summertime cocktails. Love it. For anybody that just wants a little quick refreshment and a little F me up. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You know, in case the kids are getting rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> little case of uh, the wives nagging me. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Grill's getting too hot. Ah, pour me another one. The fucking grill blower broke. <laughs> You're all grounded. The grill sucker stopped sucking. <laughs> the cocksucker 4000 broke down. It's not warranty. <laughs> Jeremy only got sucked half off. <laughs> <All right, so. laughs> 
So one of them, the first one is going to be a basic uh, Cuban-style drink called okay. a, mo- a mojito. Ooh. So I know this is pretty common nowadays, but there's some areas of the country that don't really know what a mojito is. Yeah. I know in Florida it's very common, mm-hmm. but a lot of areas don't know. So basically with this one, what you're going to do is take fresh mint, okay? And here's what you do. Here's the trick. Take fresh mint, and then you put the, the mint leaves in the palm of your hand. Okay. Got it. Smack it. Pop, pop, pop. Like a hoe that owes you money. <laughs> <laughs> then you put said mint into a glass. <laughs> Add simple syrup, lime juice. So also, I, I, I should describe what simple syrup is. Please. Simple syrup is literally just sugar water. Mm. So you can also just put um, a sugar cube mm-hmm. and muddle. So muddling is... This just got real deep. I know. <laughs> so there is actually an, a tool called a muddler, right? Like Which, a mortar, it looks like a mortar and pestle, Yeah, it looks right? like a mortar and pestle. Okay. So you just mash. You're mashing all these ingredients together. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Get it. <laughs> oh, God. I'm grilling. So... <laughs> trying to grill and chill. <laughs> so you muddle all this stuff together. Okay? So quick refresher. Mint, simple syrup, lime juice. Got it. Muddled together. Muddled it. Now add Bacardi. Ooh. Hard shake. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Topped with club soda. Uh-huh. Dunzo. Mm. With a fresh lime on the side. It sounds uh, delicious and dangerous. So th- they will sneak up on you, right? Yeah. It it tastes like you're just drinking, like, because you get the mint and the lime and, the lime. and sugar. Oh, yeah. But then you don't even taste the book, like the rum. Yeah. So you can, you'll can you sit there with five of those and be like, ugh. <laughs> okay. Mojito. Go to bed, kids. It's time for mommy struggle time. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Wait, is that mommy? Does mommy sound like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whew. Yeah. I thought for a second dad was telling the kid. No, 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 no. Why does mommy sound like that? <laughs> That's what mommy sounds like. After five mojitos. <laughs> the next one is called a Goomba smash. Oh, that right. sounds vaguely Mario-ish. But yeah. That'll be a Goomba smash. Yep. So <laughs> I'm sure that's also something else from. <laughs> <laughs> in some other way. This is one of my absolute favorite summertime drinks. Okay. So this one is Malibu rum. Mm-hmm. There's no muddling involved. Oh, which, good. Which I I'm like. Muddle that shit. Yep. Get your muddler you muddle, out of here. Uh, <laughs> you muddler fucker. <laughs> so Malibu rum, mm-hmm. pineapple juice. Yeah. Orange juice. Oh. 151. Oh. Gold rum. Oh, yeah. So three different rums. Okay. Pineapple OJ. Hard shake. Done. Jeez. You can garnish with a pineapple wedge if yeah. you wish. If you want to be fancy. Uh-huh. But that 151? Yeah. That shit will fuck you up. This t- <laughs> Oh. It tastes it literally tastes like summertime in a glass. Yeah. Right? Summertime. What does summertime taste like? I can't remember because yeah, it's 151. Who knows? <laughs> I got Gume smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now, for all you gangster dads out yeah. there, yeah, ooh, the refreshing way to get to get there quick 
and stay refreshed. Grab a watermelon. Mm-hmm. Bring out your power drill <laughs> with the biggest drill bit you got. Daddy's here. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Now you take. Here we go. Get, get, get. Yeah. You take this giant hole that you just put in your watermelon. Don't do what you think you're going to do with it. No, that's why we got the grill. Don't do it. Don't you do it. We got the grill covered. Now you take a bottle of Everclear mm. and pour Ooh. it into the watermelon. Uh huh. And but now here's the thing, you gotta let it sit for like probably three four hours. Okay. So do it pre-party. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You gotta do this before. And then can and I then, Gallagher the watermelon? No, no, you're gonna lose watermelon. Oh. Now you just cut it into slices and just s- sip on or just eat the watermelon. I just want to Gallagher that shit. But here's the awesome part. You get so fucked up. Oh, yeah. And you're just eating watermelon. Jesus. Yep. But now all that, that excess juice. Yeah. You do shots with that juice. Oh, God. Watermelon. That sounds... Dangerous. Dangerous. Yep. Moving on. So there man. we go. Thank you for those drinks. Now that now that we're all a little buzzed, you know, the kids are running around. Uh, they're going to want to fucking... Fucking kids. I don't I don't want to play hide and go seek fucking right now. Listen, I bought you some fucking toys, all right? Just fucking... Eat the watermelon. <laughs> don't... No, no, not that watermelon. <laughs> don't eat that watermelon. But listen, we bought you some fucking toys. We're going to talk about these toys, these summer toys that were staples in our childhood, but that were actually kind of dangerous. These, I got a list. Uh, are you ready to... How, how are we still alive? I'm not sure. This is the list I got. Are you ready? Yeah. Water balloon slingshots. What the fuck are we doing with slingshots of any kind? Any projectiles in kids probably shouldn't be. Yeah. But a water balloon slingshot. Can you imagine a, a dopey motherfucker that fills it with, like, <laughs> mud water or some shit? Yep. Fuck those guys. <laughs> slingshots. Come on. What are we, Dennis the Menace? <laughs> All right, next one. What about lawn darts? Now, these motherfucking things. Oh, my God. You would launch them straight up into the air. And run. And then run, because <laughs> if they came back down, you'd be concussed for a long fucking time. Or, or worse. Yeah, depending on how much air you got. Um, I remember fondly, I had a friend who got up on, it was like a roof, uh, but it was, maybe it was just like a shed or like a treehouse or something, but he would drop them. Because he, we thought that you would get more air because it wouldn't have to flip. Right. We were dumb kids, uh, <laughs> and we're lucky to be alive. Here's yep. one that it was the bane of my existence for a long time: slip and slides. Yep. Dude, they would just rip me to shreds. Yep. But goddamn, they were fun. It, it, you ever, you ever do that and hit a rock? Ugh, of course. Yep. Sli- oh yeah. Slip and bleed out your butt. Yeah. Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> 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 well. It was uh, a little rocky in, this, in the upstate Jeez, New York. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, but I did put uh, Dawn dish soap on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just super fast yep. on that. You would go, when you hit the off-ramp or whatever, you would, like, completely go over it and, like, land in the dirt. Yep. <laughs> and you wouldn't slide in the dirt. You would just, you'd get so much momentum and so much air and just go, plunk, like a body. Oh. Well, I guess that's what you were. Yeah. A, a body. So, it's it, we're we're doing a summertime episode. Yeah. But that story reminds me of a wintertime thing. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna throw a quick yeah, give two it to second us. Well, story. Fuck it, let's go. Ready? So seeing that my parents owned a pizza shop. Yeah. What we would do is when we closed the pizza shop, I was the dishwasher at the pizza shop at 14 years old. Oh shit. So <laughs> oh, no. uh we would grab the pizza saucer tins <laughs> and bring them to the highest <laughs> hill in the middle of winter, and grease the bottoms with Crisco that we would use at the pizza shop. 
and go like 110 yeah. miles an hour down that hill. Because you're just on a metal saucer. <laughs> just, and the bottom is just greased to shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking insane. Oh, God. That sounds like so much fun. And so many people would probably be eating our butts with the next <laughs> Because we're bleeding out our butts. <laughs> Sorry for anybody that, yeah. We I promise, as a dishwasher, I clean those tins. We apologize to the patrons of Syracuse. Yes. <laughs> Circa whatever. Um, BB guns. It doesn't matter what time of the year. BB guns are always a bad idea. They were so awesome. You gonna, oh, God, yeah. I had the, the pump. Yep. The rule of thumb was you couldn't go over 10 pumps. Yep. And it was hard to get up there, like. After like seven, I'm like, Argh! dude, if I make 10 pumps, I'm gold. <laughs> That's true. I'm very proud of myself the rest of the day. Seven, I'm good. 10, if I make 10, it was a good day. It was a know? good day, yeah. That was a good sesh. So I remember with BB guns, well, me and my brother both had them. And my mom coming up and noticing there was just a perfect little circle in my brother's screen window of, of his bedroom. We would take the BB guns and just pick off birds oh, out of it, out of the bedroom window. Oh, you sadistic fucks! <laughs> we were, little, we were like, I know, I did the same shit. We were little boys, yeah, yeah, like squirrels or you know, like. But, and she's like, "What? How'd this circle happen?" And she just see like the BB gun next to it, like. We don't know. <laughs> Please don't put two and two together, mom. Yeah, uh, and most recently, um, hoverboards. Wait. They Not like Back to the Future. Oh, I was like, no, like the Chinese things that have the two wheels that people are standing on. They oh, catch yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah, those yeah, things? Yep. A couple of years back, like all the bad batteries would catch on fire yep. and just like they melt people's shoes and shit. Yep. Uh, it's tough to call those toys. Yeah, those are not toys. No, I those are death traps. They, oh, they wait. are. Trampolines. Trampolines. I recently dismantled our trampoline. You DeSantis mantled. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're not, we're not touching that. Nope. Dismantled. I dismantled it. Yeah, I took it apart. Yeah, because no, nope. Trampolines are, are deadly. Yeah, broken arms, broken legs, broken everything. I have a funny summer story yep. that involves a trampoline. Yep. Real quick. So uh, I grew up sort of in the south, and uh, I lived on some acreage. And Woo. the girl, the girl that lived behind me, went to the same school as me. She had two pet geese. I don't remember their names. Doesn't matter. Um, we were only separated by what would you would call a barbed wire fence, but that barb was like maybe three... Le- it was very easy to jump across the barbed wire fence. Okay. So she had a trampoline in the back. So my friend and I, every day from when we got home from school, we would go over to Christina's house and jump on her trampoline. And the geese would come under the trampoline. They hated us. They would chase us to the trampoline. And they would try to peck at our feet as we came down. But they're geese. They're dumb. So inevitably, they would get knocked in the head, which made them hate us even more because they were like, these motherfuckers are coming over here and kicking us in the fucking head. So one day, she had a pool, right? She, she had a, a, an underground pool built onto her house that was screened in. And one day, we're over there swimming at her pool. And there's, there's photographic evidence of this somewhere. But uh, I have uh, corroborative uh, evidence as well. There, there was a bunch of people when this happened. Um, <clears throat> my friend and I go over to swim uh, at Christina's house, and Christina decides to let the geese into the pool, stating that you need to just make friends with the geese. The geese have never attacked anybody in the pool. Brian, these geese came 
full speed ahead like two torpedoes, okay? One attached to my shoulder, one attached to my nipple. And they started swimming backwards, flailing. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like whacking the... Christina had to jump in and rip them off of me. My nipple is bleeding. The pool is full of blood, right? My friend is hysterically <laughs> laughing. Do you want to know what his piece of advice was? Why didn't you just go under the water? There's fucking attack geese coming at me <laughs> at like 17 knots or whatever. You come under the water. Fuck off. Dude, my nipple was so fucked. My shoulder was so fucked. These geese hated us. That's my summer geese story. Fuck geese, man. <laughs> you got the goose and the gander. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I sure did. I was like, help, Christina! Smack, 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 smack. Oh, God. Geese are mean. They are mean. Stay away from them in the summertime and in the not summertime. <laughs> All right, we were going to take our kids on a uh, road trip, but uh, we're already kind of over the hour. Yeah. So, uh, dad jokes? Dad jokes. Yeah. Dad jokes! Um, you first or me? Go for it. I want to stress summer-themed dad jokes. They're slim pickings. They are. It's t- it was tough this week. A lot of more. Oh, <clears throat> I have a dad joke submitted to us, so we'll do ours, and then I'll, I'll read the one that was submitted. Let me just... Um, you go first while I put this up. All right. Okay. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Brian. What's up? What up? Why did the teacher jump into the ocean? I don't know. Why did the teacher jump into the ocean? To test the water. <laughs> cool. That's so terrible. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, you want me to go next? Yep. All right. I shall retaliate. Hey, Brian. Yeah, what's up? Which letter is the coolest? I don't know. Ice tea. <laughs> Wait, like the rapper? <laughs> yeah, the rapper and his his awesome band Body Count. Body Count. Yeah, yeah if you guys don't know, look up Body Count. That shit was cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, your turn, Andrew. <laughs> hey man, what did the little corn say to the mama corn? I don't know what. Where's popcorn? <laughs> He went to the store. He grabbed a bag of smokes. <laughs> He'll be back never. <laughs> See you when you're 19, kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's browsing other fields. <laughs> He's sowing his wild oats. Yeah. But it's corn. Corn oats. <laughs> He's sowing high, high fructose corn syrup <laughs> on the streets. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow, to support his candy corn habit. Yeah, keeps going. <laughs> While listening to corn. <laughs> we made that joke so much better. All right. Hey, Brian. Yeah, what's up, dude? What kind of water can't freeze? What kind? Hot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what did the woman at the beach say to Michael Jackson? Oh man, I don't know what. Get out of my son. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck. Bro. <laughs> ah. 
I got him. Got him. I'll win. I'll win. Uh, uh, holy fuck that joke is uh just like an onion dude there's lots of layers oh to that God. shit <laughs> um excuse me brian y- yes sir <laughs> when do you go at red and stop at green when when you're eating a watermelon <laughs> that's good. i guess that's good as the last one all right uh you got one more no it's all good. okay when where do sheep go on vacay to the Bahamas. <laughs> okay, so this one uh, comes to us from a very good friend of ours named Seath. This oh, is yeah. Uh, yeah, he yes. submitted a dad joke to us. He's a good dude. Uh, I haven't read this yet, so forgive me. Um, I will try to do my best. <clears throat> this frog walks into a bank. He looks around and sees an open teller available. The sign says her name is Patty Whack. The frog goes up and says, hi, I need a loan. Patty looks over the counter at the frog. Well, sir, I'll need a couple of things. Do you have collateral? The frog takes out a small, exquisitely carved jade elephant and puts it in front of her. Patty, a little confused, says, I'll need to check this with my manager. What's your name, sir? The frog replies, I'm Kermit Jagger. Patty nods, picks up the elephant, and goes to the manager's office. Shutting the door behind her, she says, I have a frog out there who wants a loan, and this is supposed to be collateral. She puts the elephant on the desk. The manager studies the elephant. What did you say the name of this frog was? Kermit Jagger. What am I going to do? The manager nods, pointing at the elephant. They say, it's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. (laughs) That's really good, dude. That is good. Wow. (laughs) It's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. (laughs) Give the frog a loan. That is good. Nicely done, sir. See, you're the man. Yeah, very cool. Uh, is that it for dad jokes? Yeah. Oh, man, that means it's time for the outro. Outro. Folks, if you're still hanging out with us an, an hour and ten minutes in, we would just like to say thank you so very, very much. Uh, your uh, patronage to our podcast means the world to us. Uh, do you have any out or shout-outs, Brian? Um, yeah. Can you please shout them out? I de- yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to Shaniqua. Yeah. Yo, Shaniqua. Yeah. My girl. From Wells Fargo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she helped you out. Yeah. Yeah, she was the only one that got shit done. Yeah. Wells Fargo, if you're listening, give that chick a raise. Yeah, she definitely needs a raise. Put her as a supervisor she, and, yeah. She was huge. She, it was awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, I would like to uh, shout out Melissa and James this week. Cool. They're cool. They're yeah. cool peeps. I yeah. like them. Um, next thing, we got to plug our shit. You ready to be plugged, Brian? I'm going to plug Excuse you. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to plug you so hard right now. All right. Ready? Hold on. I'll hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Think relaxing thoughts. Uh, if you're on YouTube or if you're on Spotify or if you're on Amazon Music or if you're on uh, lots of other things, uh, you can just type in D-A-D-B-O-D-P-O-D, all one word, and that will take you to where our episodes go up. And as we said, this is episode seven. Can you believe it, man? Seven. S- seven consistent weeks. That's huge for us because yeah. um, we both have the ADD, yeah. so doing anything consistently is hard. I mean, I'm sure they all know that. <laughs> yeah, a pussy wagon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you're, if you're uh, hanging out on the Gmails, as you know everybody is nowadays because Gmail is cool, you can type in D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D. 
at gmail.com. B, wait, no, I think I, think I fucked up. D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. Um, and then if you're on Facebook, D-A-D-B-O-D-B-A-N-D. Facebook is uh, Dad Bod Band. Yo, drop us a line. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from everybody. Send us jokes. Send us comments. Send us hate, speech. Yep, all no, of it. Please don't. Um, we do have some emails this week, as always. There are people out there that listen, and they want to chime in. Talk I haven't read any of these. Let's see what we got. All right. <clears throat> First one comes to us from Chatty, Kathy, 87. What do you guys think um, about shows and movies completely written by AI? Do you think the traffic light and chat GPT are in cahoots? Well, I didn't until now. What the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. The traffic light can totally, like, talk to the AI and, like, be like, fuck this guy. Let's make him late for work. Yep. I don't know how I feel about shows completely written by AI. I, I don't like it. No. But I, I mean, obviously, yes, <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm trying to like categorize my hate for it like in some sort of quantifiable way other than just blanket. I don't like it because it's AI. I'd be interested as to see as to what comes up. I would, I would probably, I think that's what I, I settle on, morbid curiosity. Yeah. I'd want to see what's up. I'd want to see what's up. All right, moving on. Yep. This next one comes to us from Tony Tommy. Hey, I know Alf. That guy owes me 20 bucks. Nice episode, guys. Way to make us all paranoid. Oh, good. Dude, Alf's done a lot of weird stuff for 20 bucks, man. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks when you're what a did space he, alien. What, what, what did he do to you for 20 bucks, so Chad, yeah. Tom? Tom, Tommy, 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 Tony, Tommy, 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 Tommy Chong. Get back at us. <laughs> Tommy Chong. The Wang Chong, maybe? Everybody Wang Chong tonight. Yeah, with Alf. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that, Tony. Tony. Um, all right. Next one that comes to us from Step Up for Steph. Can you guys talk about the types of dads there are? There's got to be more than enough to fill a segment at least. Ooh, different types of dads. All right, that's a whole That episode. might be a whole episode in and of itself. Thank you so much, Step It Up for Steph. We, yeah. uh, we will get back to that. We'll, let, we'll throw that into the old dad bod uh, oven and see what cooks. Dude, the, the gears are going right yeah, now. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this last one comes to us from the Jason Dixon line. He says, hey, guys, just wanted to say great job. I've heard every episode so far, and they seem overall to keep improving. Thank you, dude. That was Jason a very nice Dixon. one. I, I also like that. your email name. That's funny. Jason Dixon line. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, I think that's all for emails. Again, you guys, if you have something for us to say for it to us, for, just email us. It's yeah. cool. We love it. Um, again, thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you all. We love you all so much. If we made a few more people smile, then we That's did what we That's all we're trying we to do. do. Fuck, yeah. You know, um, this comes out Friday. No, not Friday. What? <laughs> no, it comes out Monday. comes out Monday at 5, so we will see you guys then. There's only one more thing to say. What is that? <gasps> Dad, rise, rise up. up. See you guys Monday. See you. Peace.